With God's help. Um, I did some practice, you know. I did do some practice. And, and uh, try, a little, try to do a little better on the violin than I did on my guitar there. That's, uh, that was good. Well, <laughs> yeah, well it's, I did my best. Uh, thank the Lord. God is faithful, isn't he? God is so faithful. Thank you, Lord God. Thank God for the service this morning. We had a good service, didn't we? Amen. We, you know, we, we, we came this morning, we came tonight to worship the Lord, didn't we? In spirit and in truth, because God seeks such to worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. That's the only way we can worship God. And I thank God for our pastor. Amen. Brought the word of God this morning. And let's take heed to what we hear. Amen. Let's at any time we'll let him slip. We, we don't want to let the word of God get away from us, do we? No, we don't. We, we, we want to... Be not forgetful hearers, but we want to be a doer of the word. Do what it said. Do what the word of God say. Do it. Amen. Now, now we, we've been talking about shallow. Tonight, we're going to just end, end, up, end that up tonight, shallow. Uh, it's Genesis chapter 49, verse 10. It's that one verse, and then we, we'll end that up tonight. Hopefully, we can... Get started in, in another name of Jesus. We'll see. But uh, Genesis 49, verse 10. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the lawgiver from between his feet, until shallow come. And unto him shall the gathering together of the people be. Amen. Got a different render here. All right. Now, listen to this now. We're going to end this up tonight. Of all the names of Jesus, shallow may be the least known. Shallow is mentioned only once in the Bible in reference to a person. In Genesis 49.10, the verse has been the subject of vibrant discussion among academic academics who ask what is what is this word? To whom does it refer? Some scholars transliterate or write uh, the word shallow and regard it as proper as a proper noun. In this case, shallow is a name for the coming Messiah. Now in the in the NASB and the King James Version of the Bible both do this. Other scholars translate shallow, citing long-standing translations of Hebrew scripture, the Septuagint and the Targums, to back their decision. Thus, the reading of Genesis 4.19 is, is ruler. A ruler's staff from between his feet until till he come to whom it belongs. The nations will obey him. Whether they translate or transliterate, shallow experts are unified that the word describes a person. They also agree that Genesis 4.19 is prophetic, referring specifically to the Davidic dynasty from the tribe of Judah. 
And ultimately, the Messiah, first century Jewish manuscripts, validate their view. Outside of Genesis 49, shallow generally refers to a place. Joshua built the tabernacle at shallow as, as the people of Israel finally inherited the promised land. Joshua 18, verse 1. In the wilderness, Moses had originally constructed the tabernacle as the place where men could meet with God through prayer, offer sacrifices, and receive atonement for sin. The physical presence of God was was visible during the tabernacle days. And we've been studying the tabernacle uh, at our Bible study. Uh, Exodus 40, verse 34 through 38. God's appearing as a, as a pillar of cloud or fire led the Israelites into, the re, into rest. Amen. They followed God. You know, God led them. God's faithful. In the same way, Jesus leads us into rest in both present and the future. About the future, he said, I go to prepare a place for you, right? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. If I am there, you may be also. Amen. We believe that, don't we? Yeah. So that gives us hope, doesn't it? Yeah. He, Jesus, he's he going to do what he said. We know that. And you, you know, as we worship God and serve God, we, 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 we really come to know him. I'm talking about not just know about him, to know him. Intimate relationship. Is that prayer, brother? <laughs> Brother uh, Doug prayed tonight about intimate, close, knowing God, being, being his true servant. To, today, we don't have divine pillars of cloud and fire like they did. You know, we know. Uh, but we have guardians just like the people of Israel who, who camped around Shiloh had become the spirit of God dwells dwells with us, helping us to abide in Jesus. And you can read uh, John 14, 25, um, John 14, 25, and 26, and uh, John 15, 4. In Genesis, God walked in the garden in the cool of the day, Genesis 2, 8. He walked, he talked to Moses face to face. Like friends do. Exodus thirty-three eleven. Jesus expressed how earnestly he desired to spend Passover with the disciples just hours before his crucifixion. Luke twenty-two verse fourteen and fifteen. God has always desired to to be present in the lives of His people, including our lives right now. The love of Jesus is a, is a relentless pursuit to make God's kingdom a dwelling place with its people forever. All right, now, Revelation um, chapter 21, verses 3 through 5, you can read that. Amen? God is faithful. And God is good. Amen. So let, that's talking about shallow. And... and, and uh, we, we, we uh, 
went through some scripture uh, referring to that being Jesus. Now tonight we're going to look at another name. We're going to look at another name. I am. I am. So to, we're going to read Exodus chapter 3, verses 14 to 20. But let's pray. Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your peace, Lord. Just have your way tonight, Lord. Just stir our hearts and our minds to, to seek your face diligently out of a pure heart, Lord. Just help us to be obedient to your voice. Keep us by the power of God. Move. Move this night, Lord. Speak through these lips of clay, Lord. God, just feed us tonight through thy word. God, give us hearts to hear, ears to hear, and hearts to contain and obey your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I am. Exodus 14, verses 14 to 20. Hallelujah. Let's look at that. Exodus 14. Three. Thank you. Thanks for helping me out. Exodus 3, verses 14 to 20. Thank you. Amen. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? He's faithful, isn't he? He, he never has failed and he never will. We have got a God that loves us. He cared. He cared, doesn't he? He know about us, but he still loves us. And he know our down settings and our uprising. He understands our thoughts are far off, doesn't he? Yes, he does, but he still loves us. My God, he still loves us. You're talking about a loving father. Pastor Benjamin talked about it some this morning. A loving God. Hallelujah. So therefore, that, that gives us the incentive to go forth, to do God's will. Amen. Because we know this is not our home, and we don't know how long we're going to live on this earth, do we? But thank God. What did Jesus say? Be ye also ready. For you know not the day nor the hour the Son of Man cometh. But see, if you're ready, amen, you're ready. If you're ready, thank God when he come, heaven to be our home on it. Better believe it. What did Pastor Paul said? For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. As long as I live here, what he's saying, I'm going to live for Christ. I'm going to do the will of God. And he did, didn't he? Apostle Paul was a, a, a fighter. He was a warrior for God. He was a go-getter. He, he wasn't a quitter. Thank God. But he was a, he was a man that, that fought until the end. He said, I've fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. From his four. There is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, whom the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Well, listen to what he said. Not to me only, but to all them also that love his appearing. Thank God. Hallelujah. We love the Lord. We want, we want him to come, don't we? Why? Because, but now we want to listen. That don't mean sit around and, and mope and twiddle our thumbs, does it? No, it doesn't. That means to... Jesus what? Occupy till I come. I mean, get out there and, and, and the word of God said, earnestly contend for the faith. Roll up your sleeves. Thank God. And fight the good fight of faith. And lay hold on eternal life. Follow the Lord closely, not at a distance. Because some people, you know, they, they follow the Lord at a distance. God don't want it to be that way. He wants to have, he want to have an intimate, a close-up relationship 
with us, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Hallelujah. He does. He really does. So, so let, let's make sure that we don't slack back. But let's go forward in the Lord. Let's do his will. Let's please the Lord tonight. Pastor Paul said, if I yet seek to please men, I should not be the servant of Jesus Christ. He said, but I certify you, brethren. If you certify something, it's guaranteed, right? It's, it's, if you get a certified check, it's not going to bounce. <laughs> that right? That's right. Yeah. Hallelujah. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached to me is not of the man. Neither, neither received, Hallelujah. neither did I receive it of the man. But by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Thank God. Hallelujah. Sometimes I have a little trouble getting these words out, but God helped me, doesn't he? God's going to help us. God will help us. He, he see our heart, doesn't he? And he knows. Thank God. Hold on. He know our hearts. Thank God. He want us to be obedient to him, to do his will, to follow him closely. Let's look at Exodus chapter 3, verses 14 to 20. Amen. Thank God for his word. The word of God is, is a lamp unto our feet, right? And a light unto our path. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for his word. Uh, three verses 14 to 20. Let's see what it says here. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. I need to go up a little further, don't I? I guess I do because, see, uh, this is Moses. God getting ready to send Moses where? to Egypt. To deliver his people from, from Egypt. Hallelujah. So let, let's start up just a little further. We're going to plan to go down to verse 20. Uh, let's look at verse 9, I believe. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. It's God talking to Moses. And I have come unto have come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression. I've seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. God made it plain to him, didn't he? And Moses said unto God, Who am I? That I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt. And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee that thou that I have sent thee when thou hast brought forth the, the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say unto me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? They're going to ask me your name. What, what do you want me to tell them? <laughs> Isn't that right? Hallelujah. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shall thou say unto the children of Israel, I am, have sent me unto you. 
And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is his name forever. This is my memorial unto all generations. Listen to this now. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say unto them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen that which is done unto you in Egypt. And I have said, I will bring you up out of the afflictions of the Egyptian, of Egypt rather, unto the land of the Canaanites and of the Hittites and of the Amorites and of the Perizzites and of the Hivites and of the Jebusites. My God. A lot of different nations there, isn't it? And unto the land flowing with milk and honey. Great land, isn't it? Cana, great land. And they shall hearken unto thy voice. And they shall hearken unto thy voice. And thou shalt come. And thou shalt come, thou and the elders of Israel, unto the king of Egypt. And ye shall say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews has sent, has, has, has met, thank you, with us. And now let us go. We beseech thee three days journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Verse 19. And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No. Not by a mighty hand. Not by a mighty hand. All right. Verse 20. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders which I have to do, which I will do in the midst thereof and after that he will let you go. Amen. God had to bring plagues, didn't he? And God know what to do in every situation. Now, we're talking about I am tonight. Amen. Often during Jesus' ministry, Jesus avoided directly answering the question, so many wondered, are you the Messiah? Listen to this now. But during one verbal sparring match with the Jewish religious leaders, Jesus, listen to this, Jesus didn't wait to be asked. He told them. Let's look at John chapter 8. Verses 56, 57, and 58. John chapter 8. They want to know if he was God, the Son. They want to know if he was. John chapter 8, verse 56, 57, and 58. All right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus spoke and said, I am, didn't he? Many times. And here, let, let, let's see what he said here. John chapter 8, verses 56, 57, and 58. All right? 
or what does it say here? 56, 57, and 58, right? All right. He was talking to Jew. Let's look at verse 54. Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honors me, of whom ye say that he is your God. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you. But I know him. And keep his saying. Look at verse uh, 56. Listen let's, let's what Jesus said here now. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Then said the Jews unto him. Thou art not yet 50 years old. And have thou seen Abraham? Listen what Jesus said. Jesus said unto them. Verily, verily. Or truly, truly I say unto you. Before Abraham was, I am. Amen. He was God with us, wasn't he? He was, he's the son of God. He, he's God the son. All right. Hallelujah. Now, now look, at verse, look at verse 59. Then took they up stones. See, see they, won't, they wanted to get rid of him. They didn't understand who he was. In order to understand, see, spiritual things... You can't comprehend spiritual things with the carnal mind or natural mind, can you? Because the Word of God says so. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit, for they are what? Foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are what? Spiritually discerned. You've got to have the Spirit of God to understand spiritual things. So here these Jews were. Jesus told them before Abraham was, I know, what? What are you? And they picked up stone. We're going to get, look, mad, you're crazy. That's the way they fell, didn't they? They took up stones to stone him. What did Jesus say to them? Many good works I've shown thee for my father. Let, let me see what it's saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, listen. Uh, they took up stones to stone him. But Jesus hid, look at this now, hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. How could he do that? He was God. Amen. They, were, they was intending to kill him that day because he said he was God. He was said, look, he had, in other words, before Abraham was, I am, letting us know he's God. God the Son. All right, let's go on. They scoffed at him. You are not yet 50 years old, all right? Uh, we read that. All right, now I'm going on further here. Jesus wasn't mixing, he wasn't mixing up his present and past tense. No, he knew exactly what he was saying, didn't he? He knew exactly what he was saying. Amen. Jesus knew exactly what he was doing here. All right. He was saying, and so did the Pharisees, he, he was claiming to be God. Specifically, he was equating himself with Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Jews covenanted God, whom they worshipped at the temple, no matter 
I mean, no wonder the Pharisees picked up stones. Because, hallelujah, just like it's the same way it is today. People don't understand. Some people don't understand. I'll tell you the reason why. Hallelujah. <laughs> bubbling, 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 bubbling day and night. That's when you got the Spirit of God in you. Isn't that right? But they, people still don't understand the spiritual thing. People still don't know who Jesus is. Isn't that right? A lot of people don't know who Jesus is. A lot of them don't. Some of the Jews are still looking for the Messiah to come. Sad thing. But he came and he fulfilled the work that the word of God said he would do, didn't it? Hallelujah. Isaiah talked about it. And when he, when he, when he come... Eyes of the blind shall be opened, ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. The lame man shall leap at the nose. These things were taking place. That's the reason why when John the Baptist was put in prison, he got a little trouble, didn't he? And he sent some to Jesus and said, in other words, tell me, are you the one that should come, or do we look for another? <laughs> are you the one, or do we look for another? What did Jesus do? He healed some people, didn't he? he, he my God, hallelujah. Jesus knows all things, doesn't he? He healed, well, he cast out some devils and, and maybe opened some eyes of the blind, tossed some lame, but he did some healings. And then he told them to go, you go show John. Tell him what happened here. And that gave, able to give John confidence, mm -hmm. confidence that this is the Messiah. This is the Christ. This is the anointed one. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is faithful tonight. Amen. So Jesus let him know that he was God with us. The Bible say God with us, didn't it? And we believe that, don't we? Don't we believe that? We really believe that. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The name I am goes back to the beginning of Moses' ministry. When he met God at the burning bush in the, in the wilderness. Right? There before the flames, Moses wanted to reassure, reassurance that his Hebrew brothers would accept his word about God. Then Moses said, all right, this is, uh, well, I read that, didn't I? Amen. So, the Hebrew word for I am is, I don't know if I can pronounce this, it's H-A-Y-A-H. Heya. A form of the verb to say, to be. Heya denotes God's, it denotes God's timelessness. His everlasting existence. See, God always was and always will be. Isn't that right? The Bible said, from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Amen. And his self-existence. Some English transliterations use the future tense. I will be. I will be who I, I will be. That's the way some of it translates. But we know I am. The, also known to the Jews simply as the name Hea. Hallelujah. So... When they added vows and so forth and so on, it, it, they came up with Jehovah. They found out it was Jehovah or Yahweh. In our English Bibles, this name is written as Lord. Yahweh 
is God's personal name, the only one that he gave himself. God furthermore said unto Moses, Thus thou shalt say unto the sons of Israel, The Lord Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name. This is my name forever. And is my memorial name of all. Genesis, Exodus 3.15. That's what we just read, didn't we? Uh, let's read that verse again. Exodus 3.15. Amen. Exodus 3.15 says, And God said, Moreover, unto Moses, Thus shall thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is my name forever. Amen. And this is my memorial unto all generations. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to this now. Jesus said, I, uh, Jesus, the I am name, another time doing this encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well. Listen to this now. All right. Let's look at that. Um, John, 5, John 4, verse 25 and 26. Hallelujah. Jesus declared himself to be God. All right. The woman said unto him, I know that the Messiah, that I don't, let's see, I don't think that's the King James I'm reading it, but, it, but I think it bring it out good enough. I know that, that the Messiah is coming, is what the woman said to him. He who is called Christ. When, when that one comes, he will declare all things to us. Jesus said unto her. Listen what he said to her now. I who speak unto you am he. So I need that in the King James read. Uh, John 4 verse 25 and 26. Read those two verses. I know the Messiah come. Which is called Christ. Uh huh. See, she, she she knew. I mean, people knew about the Lord. They knew about Jesus. They didn't they? Amen. A lot of them wasn't saved, but they knew about Jesus. All right. Read. When he is come. When when he's come. He will tell us all things. He's gonna tell us all things. And what did Jesus say? Jesus said unto her. Uh huh. I who speak unto you. I who speak unto you. I'm he. I'm you looking at him. He, he, he's talking to you. Amen. This recognizable claim of deity, a completely different reaction from the woman than it did from the Pharisees. Listen, what, when, he told, when Jesus told her this, what did she do? Verses 28 and 29, what did she do? The woman, left, the woman then left her water pot. Jesus told them that I'm the one, I'm the Messiah. I'm the one that... that uh, that you heard about. She left for water, but she believed. She left the water pots and did what? Went her way into the city. Stop. 
She left her water pots and went her way into the city. And she did something, didn't she? She didn't just go. She, she had a message because she had received from the Lord. You know, our hearts got to be open to truth in order to be delivered. Isn't that right? Amen. Our hearts got to be open. Her heart was open to the truth. Those Pharisees and Sadducees, they, they were hard-hearted, a lot of them. You know, they were hard-hearted. They didn't believe Jesus, and they wanted to kill him for telling the truth. Jesus said, one time they said that when Jesus was talking to them, and, and, and they wanted to stone him, you know what he said? Many good works have I shown thee from my Father. For which one of these good works are you going to stone me for? They said, for good work, we stone thee not. But thou being a man, maketh thyself God. That's what they said to him. See, you being a man, make yourself God. That's what we're going to stone you for. So they didn't understand that he was. He was how, it was God right there in their midst. And they missed the time of their visitation. Why did they miss the time of their visitation? Because they, the word of God say. Men love darkness rather than light. This is the condemnation, Jesus said, that light is coming to the world. But men love darkness rather than light. Why? Thank God, because their deeds were evil. When a person got something they want to do evil, they don't want the light. Do they? They want to stay in the dark. My God. So Jesus came being the light. He said, I am the light of the world. Isn't that right? Thank God he's the light. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. If we follow him, we're not going to walk in darkness, but have the light of life. He is the light of life. Isn't that right? Thank God for his light. Thank God for his, his deliverance. Thank God for his salvation. Thank God for his peace. As Pastor Wendham talked about the peace of God this morning. I thank God for that peace. I really do. I thank God for his peace. Hallelujah. Thank God. Peter talked about the peace of God. He talked about the grace of God and, and, and said, peace be multiplied. Thank God. We need that peace multiplied in our lives, don't we? We need God's peace because we're living in, in, in perilous times, which are dangerous times. We, we, we're living in, my God, times of the end. We're living in the end, what? End time. Last of the last days. And thank God it's time for us to stand up and, and be counted as a Christian. Isn't that right? You can't, if you're a real Christian, you can't be ashamed of it. Isn't that right? You've you, you got, you got to be plumb in or plumb out. You can't straddle the fence and please God. You've got to be a Christian or a sinner. You can't be halfway. Some people try to be halfway. They try to live... Like the world all week and come to church on Sunday and think it's not all right. It's not all right. God's calling for a holy life, what? Every day. 365 days a year. Leap year 366 days. Isn't that right? God's calling us. He's calling us to holiness. He's calling us, thank God, to be holy and pure and righteous. He's calling us to be Christians. Sons and daughters of God without rebuke. And we can only do this if we abide in him. And let him abide in us. Thank God. He said, I am. He, he, hallelujah. He, he's I am. He is that I am, isn't it? And we know him as the I am. Thank <laughs> God. The son of God. The son of God. God with us. God the, God the son. 
Praise God. He's so good. He's so kind, isn't he? He's so holy. He's so pure. He's so righteous. But these hard-headed Jews, they were hard-headed and hard-hearted. Isn't that right? See, some people are hard-headed and hard-hearted. I mean, you know, I mean, if, you, if your head is hard, <laughs> if your head is hard and your heart is soft, you know what I'm saying, if you just don't understand, you know, you're bullheaded, you know what I mean, and, and uh, don't understand, you know, it's you're not quite as bad as, as a hard-hearted person. I mean, because when you harden your heart against the truth, and that's what the Jews did, they hardened their heart against the truth. Jesus was standing right there among them. Jesus said, except you believe that I am he, what? You're going to die in your sin. Isn't that what he said? You got to believe. And see, and Jesus did enough for the people to believe, didn't he? You better believe he did. He walked among those people and lived holy and pure and just and righteous. Nobody could find fault. I mean, they found fault, but it, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't hold water. Remember, they sent some people to take Jesus. Jesus was somewhere, and they sent him to go and bring him. <laughs> they go and bring him. And they stayed so long, and they want to know, why didn't you bring him? You know what they said to him? Never a man spake like this man. Thank God. Hallelujah. They could see that it was something about him. Hallelujah. And God had to open their understanding. And hallelujah. Nicodemus was a man, you know, he came to Jesus by night. But he got some light, didn't he? God enlightened him. Hallelujah. If your heart is, 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 is pure, if you, if you want to be right with God, God will make sure that you get right, won't he? You better believe. He'll make sure. He'll send somebody. He'll do what he got to do to get you so you can be right. Get on the right road. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, I am. That I am, have sent, have sent you. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Samaritan woman, she went, she went back to the city, didn't she? She went to the city and told the people, what did she tell them? Come see a man. Told me everything that I did. Is not this the Christ? Hallelujah. <laughs> and they went out and they heard Jesus. And, and they said, first, you know, you told us about him and we believe, but now we have heard him for ourselves. Hey, God, when, when you hear Jesus in your heart and you want to be right with God, the Lord will save you, won't he? You repent, turn to God by faith. He'll save you and fill you with his spirit. Thank God for his Compassion. He was moved with compassion, wasn't he? Upon people. They, they would come to the Lord and, and he was moved with compassion. Compassion is, is what? What is compassion? Compassion is when, I think compassion means when you can feel what another person feels. Is for this? Yeah. But I think you feel what another person feels, compassion, I believe. You know, except a person got a headache or whatever. You can feel that. You understand what I'm saying? He was moved with compassion. He, he, he Hallelujah. And he met the needs of the people. Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter, he shall what? Be saved. Enter in, you'll be saved. And go in and out and find pastors. Gonna be saved first. Isn't that right? Get saved before we can go out and help others. Once we get saved, hallelujah, we need to be on the job for the Lord, don't we? We do each day. 
looking for opportunities to to uh, to witness, to let our light shine. We talked to a man. I want you to pray for this gentleman. I forgot his name, but we gave him. I gave him one of Pastor Venable's uh, CDs. You know, we invited him to church. He, he's in, he's in a, a uh, one of those little wheel, not a wheelchair, one of those scooters. He's riding on one of the scooters. He's, he's, he's afflicted, you know. But we invited him to church. So, uh, like I said, I don't remember his name. Maybe I should. Forgive me. I, I, he told me his name. I should have wrote it down because I know how it is with names with me. My God. It's like pointing right on the duck back. That faces, I remember faces, but names. <laughs> but God. <laughs> God know who he is. Lord, bless that man. Pray that God would bless him and save him. He said he was saved. I don't know. You know, he, it didn't look like he was. You can't, well, you can't always look at parents of a person, can you? You can't do that. A lot of times you'd be totally wrong. But ask God, if you're not saved, save him. Fill him with the Holy Ghost. You know, see, some people, they, they just, they be in churches and, and they don't hear the truth. You know, so they don't know which way to go, really. If you go to a church and somebody just preaching, uh, well, a casual thing, you know, and not telling you that about repentance and not telling you about being filled with the Spirit of God. Well, what you going to do? You, you don't know, do you? I mean, so, so I don't know what he said he went to some church. But anyway, pray that God will say, save him. If he's not saved, fill him with hope. If he's saved, strengthen him in, in him. Uh, and this man named Dennis Cole, I told you all about him, the man that uh, uh, a drunkard, alcoholic. He, he's in jail. He's been in jail for several. I told Brother John, Brother John's going to go see him. And I, we want to go visit him, but you got to have your name on the list. And Brother John is a chaplain. He's got an open door. He's going to go in there and see him. He fix it, you know, work out while we can go see him. Because we, we witnessed to him. We witnessed to Dennis. And, and Dennis, uh, he, he, uh, he wanted to get saved, but that alcohol just had a, a, a real hold on him. But, see, he'd been able to dry out in that, in that place. Maybe, maybe when he come out of there, maybe he'd be ready to turn to the Lord and get saved. Hopefully he will be. Amen? And, and we, we, we used to talk, and, and I was talking to him, and, and I, I would say to him, I, I, I done took and told you. You know what he said? Man, that, that's what my father used to say. <laughs> I said, maybe God's trying to tell you something here, you know? But God got a way to get through to us, isn't he? If we got an open heart, we want to be right. See, the devil don't want to loose nobody from, from alcohol or whatever, whatever they own. That's, 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 hallelujah. He don't want to loose nobody. But we, we got to keep praying, don't we? We got to keep praying. We got to keep seeking God. We got to do the will of God. Amen. Let me say this before I close. People get mixed up. Remember, Paul went to Ephesus and preached. He preached in Ephesus. Ephesus was a it was made out of marble. The city was made out of marble. And even now, they said when you go over there in 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 uh, uh, Jerusalem, over in the Holy Land, when you go over there, they say the people, the guys will tell you to wear glasses, sunglasses, when you go over there because to keep from hurting your eyes, you know, damaging your eyes, so because that city was made out of marble. And that was a place where they served many idol gods. And they served a god called Artemis or Diana, the many-breasted god. Artemis or Diana. And they worshipped this thing. But you know what Paul went in there? Paul went in there and he said, there be no god that are made with hands. My, my, my. 
And uh, made them so angry, the craftsmen came together and wanted to kill Paul. They, they, they said, this Paul has persuaded and turned away much people. My, my, my. And that's what, that's what the gospel will do, won't it? I mean, when you get in there and preach the gospel, when it's false doctrine, that it will expose that. Right. Hallelujah. And give people, give them, show them light. Bring light to the people. But the Apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For what? It is the power of God unto salvation unto everyone that believes, unto the Jew first and also to the Greek. Isn't that right? The gospel. The gospel of Jesus. Thank God for the gospel tonight. Thank God for Jesus coming down and living a holy life here. Doing the will of his Father. Thank God. And, and, and his he came to die, didn't he? Jesus came to die. But before he died, he did the will of his father, didn't he? Yes, he did. And hallelujah. And, and, and he's, he's got us here tonight. He's got us here. He's got his people here. As Pastor Venable said, the, the truth, the word of God that's in us, it's got to be more than just in here. In, 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 in this building. While we're here, we hear it. But when we leave this place, when we leave this place, we have got to have that word within us. We've got to have God within us to the extent that we continue to serve God. You can't just, hallelujah. You understand, you understand what I'm trying to say here? I mean, you've you, you got to be a Christian through, through and through. All right? And, and when you love God, you come in, you hear the word of God, you, you get blessed. and you See, we don't come just to be blessed. We come to be a blessing, don't we? You better believe it. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Isn't God worthy to be praised? Is he worthy to be praised? He's worthy. Give the Lord a hand clap. Come on, give God. He's worthy. He, he, he. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, I am. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. May God bless you, brother. I'm the way. He is the way, isn't it? I am. Thank I am have sent you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't God good? God, he's so good. Pray that God will help us to, to please him. We want to please the Lord. Amen. God help us, Jesus. Help us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.